0: How to generate free leads, how to boost your brand, how to use marketing to get you better results. So I'm sure for anyone listening that's a business owner, you're gonna take a ton away from what we talk about today. And Gary is a master of branding. He's done very, very well with his mortgage business, so much that he now is an authority in that marketplace, leading his very own mortgage business mastermind. On top of that, he's got a methodology that works very well to generate him free leads. So I'm guessing that you'll probably want to hear about how you can generate free leads to your business too. So we're gonna have a little bit of fun today. I've known Gary for quite some time, been following his progress, done very, very well. So Gary, do you want to maybe give a bit of context, a bit of history, tell everybody a little bit about your journey so they can get to understand you a little bit before we get into how to generate the free leads yeah, and the yeah. results.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I became mortgage qualified 15 years ago. Um, I went self-employed in 2006 and essentially grew a business by using leads generation online. So I was buying a lot of my names and numbers, my inquiries that come through, you know, through Google AdWords, PPC. And the problem that I found with that model is you've got no control over who's coming through your door. Um, So when I then reassessed the business and moved home personally, I saw an opportunity to actually go from offering a broad spectrum of clients to niching down to only working with business owners, sole traders, entrepreneurs, property investors, um, and I changed my whole marketing. I downsized my team and reopened as the self-employed experts on the 1st of January 2016.
0: Yeah, okay, and literally wrote the book on it. Tell
1: us a little bit about the book. Tell us about how it's come about. So from my own personal experience in 2015, when I moved home as a company director and my wife being a sole trader, um, I found a nightmare trying to get my own mortgage as a business owner, because long gone are the days of being able to sign a piece of paper to say that a mortgage (laughs) is affordable. Um, so in the experience that I had personally and then now speaking to thousands of entrepreneurs and business owners about how they want to go from where they are now or how they want to start investing in property, I put all of that into a methodology that anybody can follow and I've taken all the experiences from the hundreds and thousands of clients to make a process that works, um, has worked for 100% of the time over the last 22 months.
0: Brilliant. And that's all in the book basically, that methodology. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about the branding. So you've caught on to the fact very much. And for anybody listening, if you want to build Um, You're a great business. You've got two brands. You've got your personal brand and you've got your business brand. What I think you've worked on very well is you've worked very well on your personal brand, but you've also worked on your business brand. So tell us a little bit about you getting your personal brand out there, how that's affected you, what results it's got, and then we can dig in a little bit and find out exactly how you you came to build that personal brand.
1: Yeah, 100%. Uh, So, As I say, I was buying leads and names and numbers off the internet for years, and that was my biggest mistake, because I never actually marketed myself or my brand. So I learned how to do that, and effectively, I know that if you look at the big companies like Richard Branson or you look at Beckham or you Mm. look at, you know, you've got Messi up on the wall there, anybody will will Mm. buy a person before they buy into a company and that is the way in which the world is now going. I think people buy people and that's always been the way I've kind of grown my mortgage business. But when I've interacted with clients, I thought, well, hang on a minute, with social media now being what it is, if you just start telling your story and start sharing value is the big one for me, giving away almost your best, most valuable insights, then people are gonna buy into you, they're therefore gonna research you, look into your company, and it's gonna progress from there.
0: Absolutely, now the thing is that some people get stopped by doing that, they don't want to put themselves out there. They've got confidence issues, they've got fear issues, or they've got fear somebody's going to troll them or hate on them or whatever. So, what's the most interesting, what would you say is the most interesting comments that you've had? And some of the stuff that maybe you think that, Jesus Christ, did they really say that? (laughs) You know, or like, when you've got some sticks, what did you think first of all? So when you just, what I want to go back to is, when you first started out, and somebody gave you some stick and you thought, am I doing the right
1: thing? Because
0: I think there's a lot of people watching that would love to be the authority in their marketplace, would love to build their brand, would love to get themselves out there, but there's some fear there. And also maybe they've tried and they've been knocked down. So what was the first thing that happened to you that really kind of took the wind out of you or you made you go, Jesus, and and perhaps could have stopped you in your tracks, but then you overcame it?
1: I think it was one of the videos that I did actually, I can think about it. It was around the amount of deposit that you need for getting your mortgage. Yeah. And I said in that video that you, there are only a select number of lenders that would use a gift, or the gift had to be from a family member, brother, yep. father, sister. And I had about three or four other brokers and also a couple of lenders, or BDMs, Lenders yep. Business Development Managers, comment and say, well actually no, we do this, actually no, we do this. And it's, you know, you can be, I don't think anybody can claim to know 100% of every bit of information. And all I did was just turn around and say, brilliant, that's new information. I haven't used you in the last nine months, but now I know that going forward, I'm gonna re-engineer my video.
0: And did that lead to actually you doing business with those people that commented? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, that's the thing,
1: you know? Yeah, and it's, it's very much a case of, you know, if you're, if what you've got to realise is people who are comment, it's not actually you that they're commenting at, it's their own fear, their own insecurities. If they're calling you out, it's because they've got something wrong with them. Yeah. If you're always coming from a good place and you're always just trying to help your audience, then don't worry about what other people are necessarily going to say. As long as you're coming with good intentions is kind of the moral that I've taken.
0: Good stuff. What, what's the funniest comment you've had?
1: <laughs> um, or like something that's, that's that made you laugh?
0: Because you put out, just to give a bit of context, Gary's been putting out information on mortgages for how
1: long? Three years.
0: So for three years, continuously giving content and information on mortgages, which is attracting him uh, lots of leads and an audience that choose him and have brand insistence on using Gary because he's the one that's educated them. And at the end of the day, when you start out in your business, A lot of people really want brand awareness, but brand awareness just gets people to be aware of you. It doesn't mean they want to do business with you. They know they are who you are, but they're not necessarily going to do business with you. Brand preferences, actually, you've got a brand, and I would prefer to deal with Gary if all things were even. But what we want, and what we want to develop, is brand insistence. I will only deal with Gary, I will only deal with Adam, you know, because that then, they know that they're gonna get extra value, they know that they're gonna get good service, they know they're gonna get looked after, they know they're dealing with the authority. Yeah. So, you've been putting out content for three years. You've yeah. had some crappy comments, you've had some great comments, yeah. you know, and the only reason I'm addressing this part is because the people watching could do the same thing. Yeah. You know, they could anybody do. Can. Yeah, anybody can do this. Yeah. But it comes down to fear, confidence, and a bit of bravery, a bit of courage, and I actually, I'm going down a different route in this conversation where I want to find out what could have stopped you. you know, what's made you laugh? I want to hear about that journey, yeah, which yeah, I yeah. don't think people ever ask yeah, that yeah. question. I was like, "Oh, how did you, you know, how did you do?" It? I want to know what was the bits that could have stopped you because I want the people watching to not be stopped. Yep.
1: Yeah. So, tell me about that. Um, so the very first I remember actually, the very first video that I did, and we're obviously sitting in front of the camera now. And it's <laughs> very much a case of It's always that scare thing if you're talking to yourself and you're looking in the camera and you're seeing your own face. Um, And the easiest thing for me to do to get over that fear, first of all, was one, what questions are my clients asking me on a day-to-day basis? that's good, yeah. Because if someone's asking me that question, someone else is going to potentially be asking it but not putting their hand up. So that was kind of the first thing. What was the easiest thing that I could answer? It was then a case of just getting the phone and actually getting somebody to stand behind it and talking to that individual. So even now, I'm looking at the camera. I'm actually looking through the camera. I'm not directly looking at the lens because then it feels like I'm conscious of myself. Hmm. So if you actually start thinking about talking to somebody else behind it, I found that was much easier to get over.
0: Yeah, I think absolutely. Because every time, I mean, this is essentially a podcast. So this is going to go on audio, but the video is going to be out there too. Yeah, And as... I'm doing the video, I'm thinking about the listener. That's my priority. Who's listening? What do they want to know? And I know, straight away, that people have fear of creating video, fear of being the authority, fear of getting uh, torn down, fear of people mocking them, making fun of them. But for all your fear, you're being held back and somebody else is going to go and take those opportunities which is why i want to that's why i want to address it and get people to take that step okay so what's the best bit of business that you've had a deal that you've done from actually doing a video and you thought i've just done a video it took me 10 minutes and this person's got in touch with me and we've done this massive deal tell me about a deal that you've had that shocked you that came from video
1: so it was basically a property investor um, and as always, and this is one of the major things you've got to realise whenever you're producing any form of content, is people are watching even though you don't know they're watching. Yeah, of course. And mm. I, got the per- I got the message of saying, oh, hi Gary, I've been watching you for a while. It's yeah, a bit weird. Yeah. Um, and they say, you know, I'm not a stalker, but I've seen your content, I've seen the value you're trying to give. I can see what your values are in terms of, you know, getting the content out there and equally how much you help your clients and how much you care. I've got this scenario, can you help me? Turns out he had a property portfolio of 45 properties, around about 3.6 million pounds, of which he doesn't want anybody else to now utilise, remortgage, transfer the deals, take care of, and he's now my most affluent client. I call him my unicorn.
0: Okay. And, and that's all come from doing video content? Just and through social it, yeah. media, yeah. And how long did it take you to get that client? Because this is the other thing, when I think about people watching, like, they'll do one video and they think, oh well yeah. I did the video, nothing came of it, and I won't do one again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always remember a conversation I had with a client of mine, a coaching client of mine, and I said to him, listen, I want you to do a live video, and I want you to do a live video every day for 30 days. Let me tell you that of the first seven days, you probably will get nothing, okay? Then on day eight, you'll get something. On day nine, you'll get something. I said, after 30 days, you'll have a ton out of it. But the problem is, is people give up after video one, two, three or four, when really, they just did 30 and they kept it consistent, they'd get results. So, talk a little bit about that. How long did it take you to get that great client yep. over three-year period? Where did he come in? Was he in year one, year two,
1: year three? Was he in month one, month twelve? And just picking up mm. on what you said there as well. Thinking about it now, you just when you said about being thirty lives for thirty days, I did that on the first of November, 9, uh, November sixteen. Yeah. So actually, if people have got an issue in terms of getting outside your comfort zone, if you make that commitment to being consistent, as you say, at yep. uh, six o'clock every night for mm. 30 days from the 1st of December through yeah. to the end of December. Just do that and you'll get yeah. over your camera fears.
0: And by the way, on day three, this client, who was an automotive client, had actually completed many sales yeah. um, from, from those three videos that he'd done. Yeah. And then he went, oh my God, I can't believe it was this easy for me to get clients and sales by just showing people what I do and how good yeah. we are at doing it. And then and he's never looked back. So it's so a great tip for anybody that's watching. Maybe you could undertake yeah. that and start to get some results. So yeah. Tell us where you came in that journey, this guy. Yeah, so
1: I've, I've always done, for the mortgage side of things, I've only ever really done one, two videos a week, yeah. and I've just been consistent with that, because let's be honest, it's not the most fun subject yeah. to talk about. Um, <laughs> plus, every video has yeah. to be compliance checked yeah. because of the regulations that we follow. So I've never bombarded massively, but I would say from doing one video a week, um, I reckon it was probably three months. Okay. For that unicorn to come through, but from the point of May 20 um, sorry January 2016, I had nothing. Um, I was getting on average around about seven leads a week within the space of a month. Right within the space of by week five.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Amazing. Doing that from so four video. Four one video.
0: more leads. One more results. Yeah. You know what about if you're terrible on camera? You know, let's just talk about that, for example, the people watching. Yeah, yeah. Let's say, yeah. that the per- like we had a couple of people at the event the other day, yeah. um, we actually got them out of their comfort zone, we made them do their first, uh, first video, and yeah. we got them going, and they loved it, um, and it was good to sort of hold them accountable, and that was on our rockstar social then. Um, but some people said, well, what if I've got a face for radio? What if I'm not, <laughs> well, what if I'm not uh, confident? What if I stumble? What if I stutter? Yeah. All of these kind of things. I know what my answer is, but I'll be interested to hear your perspective.
1: Um, I should still think you do it anyway to a certain degree because people buy people and it's about finding the people that share your values and like you for who you are and not worrying about the people who don't because, you know, everybody is an element of Marmite. You Mm either love it or hate it and you'll find the people who like you. Do you like Marmite?
0: I love I love Marmite. Right. There you
1: go. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, yeah. But I think equally, what is your skill set when it comes to producing content? I yeah. love video. You know, you do a lot of video, but I know other people who prefer to do blogs. If you much prefer sitting down and writing a three thousand word article, and that's your thing, then do it.
0: Yeah. Time you know? time frame wise. Yeah.
1: You know, yeah the doubt.
0: the, the, the no, thing yeah. is, you can take your video, you can transcribe it, and create the same content yeah. at the same time you know, and, and, and get that done very, very quickly. I think that the Marmite aspect that you're saying about people love it or they hate it, look, you know, look at Trump. If 49% of America hates you, you can still become president. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: so, you know, good marketing means that you are magnetic to the people you want to attract and sometimes repulsive to those that you don't want. And if you that's think of it, you know, and I think if, yeah. if if that's the case, you know, if, if you don't want to you know consume that content or you don 't like the person giving that content out and you don 't like their methodology then you 're not going to follow them, and you 're probably not a great fit for each other yeah. but if you like what you see and you like the person that's giving the content, then you're gonna wanna work with them because you're gonna wanna do more and you know that you're a good fit. And at the end of the day, good business comes from good relationships. You have to build your relationship capital and by you actually creating video content and getting out there more, you can replicate yourself and get your message to more people that you're gonna be a great fit for. So that's exactly what you need to be looking at and what you need to be cultivating.
1: Okay. stats as well are huge for video in 2019 as well. Yep, stats. The stats, the same, you know, 60. I think it's like 80% of people are going to be consuming content within the next 12 months only via video You know, you've got YouTube now doing their bit, you've got Facebook obviously trying to release their bit It's it's the way that we all consume But if you've got a Facebook radio, do a podcast
0: (laughs) You know, at the end of the day, don't worry about it, you know exactly. And
1: and I I say
0: to to, to people, you know, at the end of the day, you say I've got a Facebook radio It doesn't mean you go out and go to work with a bag over your head, do you? What's the difference? No. What's the difference? Because you're still gonna go out in public, you know, so you may as well just go out and do a video. It doesn't matter, does it? Exactly. At the end of the day, 100%. you don't need to be good looking to do this, uh, to get yourself out there and get free leads. Look at Gary. <laughs> so, no, we'll have, um, we'll have a bit of a quick fire quick fire round, a quick fire questions, um, and we'll uh, give, a, give a bit of, uh, get a bit of context off of Gary. I always like to ask, you know, entrepreneurs out there, like books okay i'm a big believer in that the best way that you can grow is to get around the right people and get the get the right circle and and but also books can play a big part so at some point in your entrepreneurial journey and usually it's at the beginning you would have read a really good business book so what would that business book be and where, where did it help
1: you Ooh, um, I've read so many over the last three years. That was one of the major things I changed. Three years? Um,
0: You've only been reading business books for three years?
1: Yeah. Only three years? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I literally from twenty sixteen uh, from two thousand six through till twenty fifteen, all I did was buy leads and names and numbers and go right. If I bought X, I mm. make Y and I would bank Z. And then mm. I knew that was the wrong way to grow a business. So from January 16, all I've done is invest in myself and my personal development and my business knowledge. Good, and as you say, network, yeah, yeah. Um, surrounding yourself with the right people. And you know, that's often one of the things, you're producing content for that client, but you forget in building your personal brand, yeah. it's not necessarily who the person's watching it knows, but everybody knows. You turn around and go, okay. So who's who's a plasterer? Everybody knows Dave the plasterer. You know, everybody knows somebody who does something. So you can reach a wider mm-hmm. audience by that. Yeah. Um, so in terms of books, I think Think and Grow Rich.
0: Yeah, you like that one.
1: Uh, I like that one. I think How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yeah. Um, particularly good for me on the basis of where I'd come from yeah. for seven years. I needed to get involved with more people from a networking point of view. And one which I'm revisiting at the moment and did on my car on the way here is um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Okay,
0: yeah, all all good books, all kind of classics really as such. And in terms of mind feeding, so you're listening to things. You listen to podcasts, don't you? You're you're a big podcast listener. How often do you kind of listen to podcasts and get more information?
1: Um, So for three years now, I've done it for an hour and a half in the gym every morning. Every time I go in the car, yesterday I was in the car for two hours, all the way there and all the way back it's podcasts. I think a lot of people need to feel like they're really zoned in but quite a lot of the information goes in when you're not necessarily fully yeah. engaged with it. Absolutely goes in subconsciously. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you think, um, you know, when you're driving in a car, you go almost into a daze. Now you're going to autopilot. Mm. Naturally, I think oh, I didn't really understand that bit, or it didn't quite sink in at all. So I just go back.
0: Definitely. Okay. So biggest. What's the biggest mistake you feel that business owners make?
1: Um, not being proactive with marketing. Okay. I think and not preparing enough and setting enough goals. You know, I see a lot of my clients who, when it comes to property in particular, you know, I turn around the amount of clients that I see who don't know their turnover, their profit, their sales, their expenditure, where they're spending the most amount of money. You know, it's almost, oh yeah, go ask my accountant. Yeah. You should know this stuff. You're running a business. Your, Your livelihood and your family is dictated by the income that you generate, you know?
0: Absolutely. Now for a startup, what would you say the biggest challenge for a startup is?
1: Um, a lot doing of people
0: everything. doing everything.
1: Doing everything. You know, your marketing, your sales, your admin, your yeah. support. You need to surround yourself with the right. What life
0: characteristics life. do you need as a business owner to be successful as a startup, in your opinion?
1: Um, Self belief, mindset, persistence, um, consistency, mm. um, never give up attitude. And even when someone tells you no, you've got to believe in your idea yourself, which comes back to the self-belief. Yeah. Um, and just take that, you know, one of the quotes that you hear quite a lot in NLP, uh, neuro-linguistic programming, is the fact that there is no failure, there's only, you know, there is no failure, there's only feedback. You know, if you make a mistake, which you're gonna, don't worry about it. Learn yeah. from it, don't make the mistake, mistake again.
0: Okay, what do business owners do that really annoys you? <laughs>
1: oh, uh, what do business owners do that really annoy me? Not knowing the numbers. I think is one of the major ones. Mm. Um, that really frustrates me. I think using any form of negative language, yeah, you attract. Okay, what that's you look that's for. definitely yeah. Absolutely. You try what you look for. You know, it's um, we were talking about earlier. It's not if, it's when. Yeah, you know, it's
0: yeah. Just those little <laughs> kind of yeah. It's the tweaks, tweak. Yeah, it's absolutely the tweaks. Yeah, and yeah. It's,
1: it's thinking in a positive way. You know, if, if there is if there's some sort of problem, the whole idea of being an entrepreneur and a business mm. owner is finding the solution. Okay. Become a solution finder, not a problem. Or, at least, if you are a problem finder, make sure you find the bloody solution after it.
0: Absolutely. That's some really, really good, really good advice and really good content in there from Gary. Always helps to hear a different perspective and different opinions, and that's exactly why people are listening to this. You're starting your uh, mortgage business mastermind, which is going to be really exciting, I think. and you're going to be helping other mortgage advisors and other business owners of mortgage uh, companies yep. to really grow their businesses. What do you think the key for them to grow their businesses is going to be? So if someone that's a mortgage advisor potentially watching, what do you think for them is going to be one of the keys to them getting good results? Apart from joining the mastermind, of course.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, I think it's very much looking at your business from top to bottom and actually working out your client journey. Um, it's good systems, it's good processes, all around your lead generation. It's actually looking at a client. Too many people get involved in trying to, or too many advisors, I find, get involved in trying to always find the right lender and spending a lot of time on that aspect of the business. Yeah. But you've got to remember that there's many components to a business. It's the leads. It's how that lead is managed when it comes in. It's how you engage with that client and how you, um, you know, build the trust and build the rapport to make sure that you're the person they believe in and want you to look after them. Yep. Um, and it's literally doing that right the way through yep. so that they know, because at the end of the day, nobody wants a mortgage, everybody wants a house. Yeah, Absolutely.
0: of course. Absolutely. Remembering the end product. Now, you've been a part of big business events for a long time now. Um, you've been to a lot of our events. You've been involved. You've spoken at our events now. Um, what would you say is the best thing about what you've seen us do for business owners and help them? Apart from you. Yeah, of course.
1: <laughs> Um, The community and the coaching, um, you know, actually taking a a day out every single month to work on your business with your experience, your knowledge, you know, having managed over 100 people, um, having had multiple locations, that knowledge that you bring from your experience and equally, you've got a bit of an obsessive personality, which means if you like... (laughs) But it's beneficial to everybody else because I'm, I'm only obsessive in areas that necessarily I like, yeah. which is quite niche, where you get obsessive over Instagram and you go in on Instagram to learn absolutely everything about it, <laughs> and then you bring that amazing content to us that month. Yeah, You know, you... You're yeah, connected. always changing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. the content's new every month, um, I've seen business growth from it, I've connected with other people, I've done business via the group. Yeah, of course. In yeah. the group, but equally, someone in the group knows their auntie or uncle yeah. who needs a mortgage and it's, it's a community that actually have a shared value of growing a business yeah. and that's really hard to
0: find. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's great because all business owners. So anybody watching, um, you can go wwwbbusinesseventscom forward events, come and see us live. Um, Gary's gonna be speaking a lot more recently and, and getting a lot more opportunities to share his journey because what he's doing with marketing I think is fantastic I always say really at the moment there's two strategies with social there is the free strategy which is brand building getting your content out there education marketing and there's paid advertising you know I believe that you should be doing well I believe again this comes down to language I know that you should be doing a mix of both and I think Gary's doing a fantastic job of the first aspect which can help you all so coming to learn that and getting that results will be fantastic and then rockstar social is where we actually teach you the paid aspect, and really show you how to use the paid. You, you went on that course, you love that course. Didn't yeah. You? yeah.
1: And actually, because of, you know, we were talking earlier about the fact that if i boosted one of my videos, or I've not boosted, because that's not what we do. <laughs> not
0: allowed to boost. Not allowed to right, boost. Right, okay. In the course, you build Back, end. The yeah, Back yeah, in, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Back in, build that. Target the right audience, yeah. you know, I'm getting video views for a penny, it's got a relevant score of 10, which is oh, that's great. great, yeah, yeah, fantastic. Um, mm. That then builds the authority, but now I know from the course, how to actually target those people who have done 10 second watches and actually how to then hit them with a lead generation campaign. Yep. You know, So you're only starting to market people who have already engaged with
0: you. And listen to your content and know that they're interested in your content and yes. you're gonna build and merge them together. So many people don't know how to do that. I just think if you want to make your business easier, you've got to learn how to use these tools because they're, yep. ta- they're taking over the world. They're taking over 100%. the world of marketing. If you don't know how to do it, you've got to listen, you've got to come and do it. Can't but beat them, join them. <laughs> that's it. You can't, if you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Gary, i uh, been wicked having you on. Anything that you want to say or anything you want to mention to the people listening finally, anything you want to talk about or, or um, mention about things that you've got coming up? or how they can get in touch with you. If you want to get in touch with Gary, if you need your mortgage done, you'll be mad to do it anybody else. If you're a business owner, someone self-employed, looking to buy a property, get in touch with Gary. If you're a property investor that's looking to buy multiple properties, i put my connections and my property investors over to Gary because he, I know that he can get them better results, get them more properties, help them grow. Anything else you want to mention about how you can help the group,
1: uh, how you know help um, people listening? Yeah, if there are any mortgage advisors that are listening, then we've got the UK Mortgage Professional Facebook group now. Um, you know, Focusing on building your personal brand, not only builds it within your industry, but starts to make an, you an authority, which means your peers and your potential colleagues are going to come and ask you for help um, so you can come and join that facebook group we've got a great set of like-minded individuals tomorrow is the first mastermind you know taking a bit of experience from what i've learned from big business events and using that with mortgage advisors um, but if you want to reach out to me then you can do that i'm at gary Dass on all the socials
0: good stuff well top man Hey everybody adam here